You're listening to the second installation of Plans We Make. I'm Ian Chang, drummer with Sun Lux, and this is the second of three episodes discussing the theme of collaboration with some of our favorite artists and collaborators. Today, I'll be talking with Hannah Ben, a composer, vocalist, and genre-spanning collaborator who we've worked with a number of times on various projects. Her multidisciplinary approach has incorporated dance, opera, and theater, and her commissioned work has been performed across the country, from a five-hour immersive opera and dance performance to a composition celebrating Black American composers with Davida Ingram and the North Chamber Orchestra. Hannah's music is mesmerizing and beautiful, and I feel really lucky to have collaborated with her in a variety of ways over the years. You can hear Hannah on a number of Sunlux songs, most prominently on You Don't Know Me from Bones. We're actually currently working with her on something I'm really excited about releasing later this year. In addition to that, she's featured on a song called Bird's Tongue from my solo project that I have under my own name. I had a chance to catch up with Hannah recently, and this is what we discussed. Everyone, we have Hannah Ben (laughs) with us. Really excited to have her here. We've collaborated a lot together, uh, her and Sunlux, and I've also collaborated with her in a number of different ways. So it's kind of perfect that today's topic is collaboration. So why don't we actually just go ahead and start talking about some of the different projects we've done together or that you've done with Sunlux, because sometimes Ryan's more involved in that like communication side of things. Um, I think the first time, maybe the first thing you did was uh, on Bones for You Don't Know Me. Yeah, and I I also sang background vocals on several other songs. I I um I was a little bit timid about it, but in the studio I thought, oh, I hear this other thing, and I'm just gonna give it an alternative option. And um, I was like, what do you think about this? You know, pretty worried about it. And the rhyme was like, oh yeah, just do that. That's it. Do that. And um, it was very encouraging and I kind of just went with it. And so that ended up changing the song. Yeah. And that's so wild to think about. Like, I don't even remember what uh, You Don't Know Me was like before you graced it with uh, with your, like, I don't even remember what it used to sound like. Yeah. Uh, that like ending, the whole end, like basically there's, there's a whole yeah. section at the end of the song that was like that Ryan built off of your ideas and then like it like turned into like this whole thing that like then turned into a whole thing live as well when we played that's it. true and yeah that's yeah. even more full circle because you were able to do that with us um on that very album cycle and we turned it into a whole other thing <laughs> yeah experience because yeah and and then having to re-sing it um on tour with you guys like that it's like oh I, I, I didn't like it didn't it felt different in my body which is cool but yeah mm. like it because it's so much bigger and um super cool that's awesome so i just have like a few questions that i have like jotted down and i think i'll let's pull let's pull one out and see Ooh, okay. oh, actually first we Another thing that I forgot to mention that we, it's maybe a little bit less of a collaboration and more just like a straight like, um, but anyway, I did a remix for 
one of one of your songs oh, um, yeah. from your EP. Shoot. A guest house. What was the name of the song? Guest house. It took That's me a right. moment too. I was just like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, guest, guest house, house, which is was really cool and a fun experience for me. But that that is a little bit more like you sent me the file and then I just you went did my it. thing and then um, and then I sent it back and you were like, it's cool. Yeah, it's, like, it's perfect. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. But what are some things that you value about the collaborative process and like what do you feel like you get out of collaboration that you might not be able to get necessarily out of solitary creative work mm. i want to say uh community I, I mean music in general for me as a spiritual experience or my music practice i really just want to connect and i and i have a mostly a choral background and being lead or solo has been kind of hard for me or it i just thrive i think because of that background and so I think what I get most out of collaboration is just friendship, closeness, uh, just totally. um, communicating with other people. It just is fun. I hope that's not a boring answer. <laughs> yeah, not like, at all. Not it's fun. Yeah. And I think it's something that is important actually to just like kind of talk about, especially right now in COVID times, it's been obviously more, yeah. more difficult to get in rooms with people to work with you know collaboratively in that way and it's a lot more sort of file sharing and like communicating in different ways um have you been able to like in the past year or so like been able to kind of find those that type of sacred space for yourself not as much i'll be honest Mm -hmm. um but uh i'm still i have the same workload i'm thankful for that but it is, yeah, um, more in your own head. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, uh, uh, yeah, it's more in my own head and kind of just mm-hmm. constant feedback with myself. Um, I think it has been on the other side of it. I think I said that my workload is the same, um, but it, I almost feel like there, uh, there's more there's more work happening um, as as my other friends are more encouraged to actually investigate you know recording themselves too i've had more Mm. you know that's cool yeah so one thing that i was kind of i was looking through your past works and and everything and you've done so much like i feel you've done a lot of interdisciplinary collaboration Mm -hmm. like everything from like i saw that you did music for an art installation for a ceramicist recently at the seattle museum uh art museum and also I know you've, and we've talked about like how you've done like a piece for opera and dance. Like, is it challenging sometimes to feel like you have to like translate between mediums and maybe like you don't have a deep understanding of the, of the medium that Mm -hmm. they're working in and they might not have the same understanding Mm -hmm. of the medium that you're working in the way that you would when you're working with another musician, which by the way, Mm. is also oftentimes there's like a very... People can speak very different languages, but that's, yeah, that's, uh, yeah, yeah. I want to say that it's kind of it's all, it all feels the same with the collaborations I've done with mostly dance and theater have been so rewarding and mm. uh, just because it you know they the two need each other and mm. I think 
that's another thing where it's necessary to be in the space. And it's usually somebody will send me a video of what they're doing and I have to write something for that. Um, or, and then we do kind of a collaboration within that, kind of tweaking. Um, and this has been when, it's, when we've been able to do like live performance. Like uh, mm. I've, I've sung solo, just singing with dance. Um, I've also, there's also been times where I've pre-composed something and they've danced to it, but it's been more of the opposite. So it felt more like just the, the same thing with theater, um, just knowing the cues and learning more about it. I imagine film being mm. uh, the same and it's, it's often really rewarding and I, and you, I learn a lot from it. It's been, um, I've been so consumed uh, now with just mostly uh, music collaboration and background vocals that it's actually been a minute since I've done any kind of theater mm. work. That was mostly when I was living in Seattle mm. and that city is super invested in the performing arts. It's just such a creative place. Creative space. Yeah. yeah. It's amazing. And a lot of that's dance. Awesome. Yeah. Um, mm. And that's probably why it's just the community there in Seattle. That's how I incidentally got that kind of work. And do, do you ever feel like those experiences have bled into your solo practice at all? Like, do you, mm. like you were saying earlier, like you can draw, you know, musicians draw inspiration from all kinds of other things. Like um, when you're making yeah. your own music, do you ever visualize dance in your head or like, I don't know, like, or see a piece of dance and I don't re respond to it for your own stuff or? Um, I wish I did. Um, but I, I will say that uh, it has taught me to be, I think, more playful, allow more space. I think working with dancers have maybe taught me more about movement, mm. is that you know, and and stillness and how pacing. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's something. That's something I need to work on. I feel like I can't make anything longer than four minutes. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> and like other I like see other people who can like milk like one idea for like 10 minutes I'm just like I don't know yeah, <laughs> I, yeah amazing right yeah me too I I think a lot of my work is like super dense and I need to and sometimes mm. I scale back and in my in my music I'm mostly concerned with uh I don't like to intellectualize anything that I'm doing I think mm -hmm. I don't consider myself an artist I could I think I'm mostly a musician and I'm not trying to downplay anything that I've done then, but I, I think the way I think about music, it's just, it is instinctual. I, I usually don't bring concepts in the room. Mm, mm. Um, there's sometimes where I can put a concept after I do a work or kind of think back on something and um, where I'm at in life, but I don't, yeah, I have a hard time connect, connecting those. And I think that's fine, I hope. Um, I'm I'm very much the same way. So yeah, I, it's a challenge to talk about my own work or like mm -hmm. uh, ascribe like kind of Me because too. it is comes from such an instinctual place. And sometimes I have found that like in trying to like figure out like what is this or what is this about like after the fact I've like maybe even learned some things about myself that I didn't realize was happening while. I was like in the throes of making it, you know? Yeah. But yeah, I'm definitely the same way. I like to just like kind of plant the seed and then see how it grows mm -hmm. like and like be like, no, not this, 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 not this, this. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Like kind of like. Yeah. And I, I think there's like some catalyst or just like um, 
I, I could be, I think I'm mostly inspired by poetry or m more literature than uh, visual elements, but um, I, yeah, I, I think I take that in and I think that's probably, I can get energy from that, but I don't, I, it is really hard to talk about because um, I think we, we want to, we want a story sometimes um, to ex express a work, but I think it's totally fine to come from a place of just gut instinct and um, yeah. But I, I yeah, the, totally. I, and for the record, I would, I would say that at least the way I think of it in my head, it's like, you're totally an artist and not like being a gut being a gut artist doesn't make you not yeah an yeah I guess but, yeah but I know yeah. what you mean by yeah. like it's like it's it's it can feel like a well I th yeah I think um, that's just me thinking when people yeah ask me about my work I'm like I don't know you know <laughs> so um <laughs> that's why like I'm just I don't know I just made it um yeah yeah it's like what was the inspiration behind I'm like, this and oh, I was just like I don't know <laughs> I'm not sure <laughs> yeah I'm not sure like if I could afford health insurance health insurance I could get a therapist and maybe I could figure out, figure what, it out. <laughs> figure out what that piece was about, but I couldn't tell you. Um, I think that f the, it, it is more fun to execute something. And then when, once I'm finished, it's like someone else can interpret the way they want. Yes. Yeah. And, and I think that's yeah. like, I don't know. I, I like the, it's really important to me, like the idea of play yeah. and like the creating, you know, and sort of being open to that sort of murky subconscious zone of, I don't know. Um, yeah. Yeah. But this isn't to say I, I actually have had pieces where I've had a concept or a prompt, like a, a commission to do a, Commissions, to yeah. a certain thing and has, which has been super awesome. And I, at some point, like the begin, yeah, getting inspiration for something. I'm thinking about, um, like, yeah, how I met Michael Kaufman. Michael Kaufman, who's both Sun Lux's manager, your manager, and yes. my manager. He was doing those commissions for Indiana about the waterways. That's right. I did one of those too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was fun. Yeah. That was awesome. And um, I did the White River, and you know, it's like okay, writing a piece about the White River in Indiana, and. Um, and, and we had like a, a site, right, that we could visit. And um, so I did these like field recordings and um, transcribed. Gorgeous piece, by the way. Thank you. Yeah. I transcribed these crickets and I was like, all mm. right, what do I do now? <laughs> and um, I just ended up learning a lot about that area. I, I'm, it's sort of wild, the thing I ended up coming up with. I think just like where I was in the beginning, I don't know how I got to the end, but it was a lot of, you know, a lot of work and consideration for the space and, and really trying to, I wanted to create a landscape or an actual picture of that space. I wanted to invoke the, the river as much as I can. And um, so that was def a literal image that I was thinking of. To create that. I think I think that's that's something that it's different when the concept is something that comes from something outside yourself almost mm -hmm. as an assignment like because I do enjoy creating in that way as well um, mm -hmm. and in a weird way it's like the collaboration between like a commissioner and like an artist yeah. is something that people don't really talk about often but it, it can be 
very important and like open up different pathways creatively. Um, yeah. And like you push know. you to do things that you didn't think you, you could do, do or would normally yeah. do. I think like my, the, my most exciting pieces are, were commissioned and my other work is more emotional. Yeah. My soul. Interesting. Yeah. Um, but still in those works that the commission works that might um, stem from a concept, um, I still think the process is still the same in creating it still generally what I'm hearing in my head. And this is not a knock at all, but like rather than kind of like, like you could be like, oh, like Fibonacci sequence and like this is like how yeah. I'm constructing this that. melody. Yeah, it's more yeah. just like kind of. Yeah, yeah. I wish um, I did more stuff like that. Um, uh, yeah. Do you though? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Why not? Um, it'll make it easier to get it, get it done. Um, <laughs> you know, that that is like a, it's a skill. So yeah, it's yeah. definitely not a knock at that. Yeah, because and I think we, I think I do still use stuff like that in because I you know when editing things I am thinking technically and I am inspired mm -hmm. by certain things like that. So. For sure, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I've been I've been doing a lot of like making music to picture this past year, and that's mm -hmm. that's been a really interesting way of collaborating too. Um, thinking more, like very like emotion specifically you know um that's mm -hmm. been a, a challenge uh that has been fun to kind of dig dig into yeah. i don't know it's 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 cool when i hear other people be like oh like I, I made this song because like i wanted to like make a song that kind of expressed this specific emotion or, or yeah. something like that I, i've i've never come at it that way but um with picture that's like pretty important to like kind of nail down like totally the emotions that's happening on on the screen and that's 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 been a been a new new challenge for me so mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah um, that's that's i think that was my feeling towards dance it's just it's hard at the start, at the start you know it's just like yeah one uh sort of project that i was curious to pick your brain about like what the collaboration process is like is um in 2019, I, I got to see you and DeAnthony perform oh, um, yeah. in Dallas, where I live, uh, and I thought it was amazing. And um, and I know you did a residency prior to that, right? Uh, liquid music thing, procession. Oh yeah, yeah. We we did a we did a performance. Did a whole of, thing. Yeah, yeah. A performance, mm -hmm. yeah, and like got to like really dedicate some time and space to like to that work collaboration, that out. yeah. Like, uh -huh. And it was cool to hear, like, also, like, some songs that I knew, but, like, completely mm. reinvented, um, really opened up in, in different ways. And I was just curious, like, what that process was like between the two of you. It was, it was such, like, a unique, uh, I don't know, it was, it was a really unique show, I thought. It was cool. Yeah, I loved that that whole setup. Um, and as you know, uh, DeAnthony can do so much. Yeah, it, it was so freeing. Um, first of all, and I think if if it felt that way to witness, you know, what I mean, like yeah. Um, so there's been time times where yeah, I've had to perform solo, which I don't think was is my ideal situation. Um, I, I I feel most comfortable behind the scenes, especially since I think wanting to be a composer first or. Uh, the performant, performative aspect of it, I 
when doing solo, I ha- you just have to do it because of financial reasons and for whatnot. Sure. Um, and for that music, that's like, I think it's more soundscapey. Um, it's there's this worry of being inter- entertainment um, for an audience and hierarchy of being on stage that's intimidating. But I had to because it's it's a little bit complicated. This my solo show was a little bit complicated, um, and what I wanted to do with it. That um, I you know have all this gear up there, and I can't really communicate um, to the audience, which I would love to do. But with my music, I I would prefer to have a, a band or to be collaborating with people on stage because I I'm not necessarily trying to communicate with this kind of digital interface that's in front of me, right? So when uh, Deontay and I did that show that you saw, uh, opening up for Michelle, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. Michelle and Miguel Cello. That yeah. was so cool. Oh. It was cool. It's a great show. <laughs> Man. Also opening up for Michelle. Just... <laughs> okay. Um, woo. Let's see. I, I don't know if the, the audience... you probably saw the interview with Deontay, so we kind of know who he is, right? And so we had mostly, um, I had my techno self version of my vocal mm-hmm. instrument, right? Because I have a couple of, I'm using vocal pedals and whatnot and uh, have myself set through like a vocal order um, with my keys and um, he's doing kind of like this, the same thing, percussion, and he's able to use samples and the sample material is me you know mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of it's my my voice or um a lot of the times in my work i'm actually sampling like a chamber piece of mine mm-hmm. um I, yeah. I don't i don't sample anything that is not from me but mm-hmm. i do i sample a recycle a lot of stuff from the past so yeah. if there's not because oftentimes there'll be a piece that's performed and I'm never going to hear it again. It's commissioned, totally, it's commissioned yeah. by somebody. It's a huge affair. I hear it once. I get an archival recording, you know, um, and that's kind of it. Yeah, it was just super freeing because he says, I think D'Antoni kind of knows my sound and he knows what I'm trying to go for. And a lot of it was improvisational. Too. So we would have, mm. we'd have like these song the songs, but we would go free every now and then. And, um, but no, I could, yeah, I can totally feel that. And like, um, I feel like you both have your own languages, but have a deep understanding of one another's in such a way that like, kind of, it really, really worked. And it, you could tell, especially in those like more improvisational moments, it just felt like it felt so natural and so fun and, and also, I think like with like the laptop being the folk instrument of today, you know, I think a yeah. lot of people make electronic music in a way that's very not freeing, you know, um, mm-hmm. and not kind of difficult to kind of improvise um, yeah. within that kind of uh, framework. Uh, and it was, it was really refreshing to see the two of you just kind of like deep in it and like... Um, yeah because we were both able to use our instruments but all Mm -hmm. at the same time you know 
trigger certain things and um it still f- was acoustic in nature i hope there was like intimate energy on stage in terms of like just the the uh, interaction and and just i don't know there's like the palpable feeling of like from the audience perspective too where it's like you really don't know what's going to happen next you know yeah yeah and yeah, we, yeah. we didn't either <laughs> yeah 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 um, and that can be super valuable especially on tour when you do do a show every night and being able to find new space every every show is, is cool too yeah yeah but Thank you so much for joining me and joining us for this this podcast series. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yeah, I mean it's probably not going to be for a while, but hopefully we can we can all get together and make music or even just hang out. Don't know when we will be. at some point. We yeah, will at some point. Yeah, I've been like I, I I there's like this fear that's been building up in me that like the longer this goes on for the the less I'm gonna like remember how to interact with other human beings <laughs> oh no <laughs> <laughs> like in, in like in person you know like i just like i don't even know what that feels like anymore you yeah know? especially like a group of, like a group of people like I yeah. Like, yeah i think you'll be fine i think um because we'll all be a little bit like Rusty. that and um <laughs> it'll be it'll be okay everything will be okay um, and I, in some way, I think maybe we are all going to be more connected because, you know, it was maybe have taken things for granted and hopefully we, yeah, we'll just be so relieved to be away from screens. And we know that because screens have greatly affected e- everything and yeah, music and yeah. yeah so yeah, it's true. Yeah. yeah. It was, it was great to see you and talk for a bit and yeah. Yeah, thank you for, for doing this. Yeah, thank you. Thanks to my friend Hannah Ben for joining me. Really loved catching up, reflecting on the process of our past collaborations, as well as hearing about what collaboration means to her. Uh, You can head to hannahben.com to check out her work. Definitely listen to her music wherever you listen to music, and you can see what she's up to on all the usual social media channels. Plans We Make was created by me, Ian Chang, along with my bandmates Ryan Lott and Rafiq Bhatia. It was produced and edited by Chris Jacobs. Special thanks to executive producers Michael Kaufman and Hannah Hauser for all of their support, and be sure to subscribe to Plans We Make wherever you get your podcasts. Next week, guitarist Rafiq Bhatia will be taking the host duties and interviewing artist and designer Michael China. Should be a great conversation. I'm Ian Chang. Thanks for listening.